So some of you guys have been asking me some questions for the USMLE prep, and uh, one of the questions I received was, should step one and step two be studied together? Okay, should step one and step two be studied at the same time? Uh, so I will address this question uh, as consolidated as I can. Before we get started, please subscribe to my channel. I really appreciate it. Help grow this channel. Please share with one of your friends who's prepping for USMLE. Hit the like button. Hit the bell if you want notifications. And find me on Instagram at melman underscore medical, M-E-H-L-M-A-N underscore medical, and the link is down below. Now, let's start the fucking question. So, should step one and step two be studied together? The answer is almost always no for most of you guys. It's never cookie cutter, okay? some I'd say at least 80% of you watching this clip are in medical school and you're studying for step one uh, before step two. I've interacted with plenty of people who take step two before step one. I've tutored people who take step two before step one, as well as other doctors, okay? So there's variability as far as the sequence and as far as where you guys are in your prep uh, and your medical and your medical training. However, most of you are in medical school taking step one before step two. And in that case, no, you should not be studying for step two at the same time as step one, okay? If you plan on taking step two after step one, do not study for step two while you're studying for step one. It's a Venn diagram. Uh, information you'd study for step two, you're really going to find, you're, you're going to find that a lot of step two prep is just step one. Okay. Like I'd say at least half to 65% of step two is just step one. Uh, you'll get, I'll, I'll have step two students getting material wrong on the NBME exams or the clinical mastery series, which are the subject specific NBME exams. And it's literally just step one. Like what is aortic regurge? Okay. Like how does cardiac tamponade present? It's just step one concepts. When we talk about step two, it's like, you know, next best step in management. What's the next best step in diagnosis? Um, so there is overlap. Okay. But in short, if you're scoring under 250 to 260 on any NBME practice assessments you set for step one, you shouldn't even be thinking about touching step two material. Okay. We don't want you to get sidetracked. Recognize that there is tons of step one material that needs to be covered. I talked about this in some of my other clips, but at a minimum, NBME forms 20 through 30 should be memorized by you before going into the step one, okay? So much discussion. Some, many of you guys are going to have questions. I get it, okay? But NBME forms 20 through 30, yes, 25 through 30 are the ones online, but 20 through 30, it's 2,200 questions. That's essentially a QBank. You're going to screenshot your incorrects into a Word document, save save them as a PDF. You're going to review a master PDF of your incorrects from forms 20 through 30. And you will also, depending on how far you are, you, how far out you are from your exam, review your corrects as well from 20 through 30. That's baseline. This is a very cursory discussion right now. But my point is that most people studying for step one haven't even done that, nor will they. Okay, let alone getting through a QBank like UWorld, which has now become superfluous up around 3,800 questions at the time of this clip. So there's a lot of prep that could be done for step one where it's audacious and misguided to be studying for step two uh, while you're studying for step one if your intent is to, is, is to sit step one next. Now the reverse, if you're studying for step, if you're studying for step two, taking step two first, uh, before step one, which is unusual, but I have students who've done that, okay? Maybe you've graduated medical school 
and you're more fresh on the clinical stuff right now, uh, you're, you feel like you're more poised to do well in step two, okay, there's reasons. But you should essentially be just studying for step two material if your scores are pretty decent. If I have a student who's taking step two before step one and he or she has low scores, and by low I mean passing, just maybe just above passing or lower, I will often just remediate by covering the highest yield step one material. I'm not talking about like molecular or like embryological bullshit. That's not what I mean. I mean like just like your basic endocrine, heme, cardio, concepts that are integral. I'll cherry pick concepts that are like high yield enough for step two, but that are integral to step one, building foundation to get your scores up higher for step two. That's That answers the question as far as should you look at step one material if you're currently studying for step two? It's only if your scores are really low. It means that your, your, your original foundation for step one wasn't in place, okay? When you take the step two, and then you ultimately are going to go to the step one. It's uh, Step two is a lot harder than step one, okay? I know a lot of people will say step two is easier. It's not. It's way fucking harder, okay? People tend to score higher on step two. It's because they learn how to prepare. They learn their mistakes when they're studying for step one. And then they actually uh, will prepare better for step two. Um, that's why scores tend to be higher on step two. But the exam, step two is actually way harder in that you need to know your step one concepts, then be able to integrate them in more complex vignettes. And the vignettes tend to be longer uh, for step two questions overall. Okay, so I, yeah, if, if you take the step two and then you go on to study for step one, um, it's an unusual sequence, but you're gonna be coming out of a batting cage of about 110 miles per hour and going down to about 80. It's gonna be a lot easier for you to take the step one after you've already set the step two, okay? There's a lot we can talk about, okay? This can be a long clip, but the, the baseline point is if you are currently studying for step one, do not study for step two right now at the same time. Ignore the step two material. If you're scoring above 260, we can entertain the possibility of maybe, maybe, uh, thinking about some step two material if you've already exhausted all the NBME material for step one, which is highly unlikely, okay? And the reverse, if you're studying for step two before step one, then we would only have you look at step one material if you're pretty shitty with your scores, which is just above passing and below, okay? We could entertain the highest yield step one material. Um, which my PDFs on my website for uh, the subjects are really effective for drilling down a mix of step one and step two material, okay? Once again, this could be a long clip. We're gonna keep it more consolidated. If you like my stuff, please subscribe to my channel and I appreciate your time. That's it.